0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's Energy and Utilities Podcast. Here is your quick news uh, roundup of uh, the stories in energy that grab my attention. Uh, the first one is a big one, in my opinion. um It is Centrica, uh, whose 33 year reign uh, in the FTSE 100 has come to an end, uh, and it's been now confirmed that it's been demoted to um, the FTSE 250 and so what's interesting for me uh, i'm a former employee of centrica or um, or british gas um and when i worked there in 2012 2013 roughly um that was the height uh, of its um share price uh, which was uh, 400 pence or, or four pounds uh, it, it's dropped significantly and the uh, the Total business is now valued at £2.3 billion. And according to uh, the FTSE guidelines, um, its market capitalization is now uh, forced outside of the uh, FTSE 100 share index, meaning it's been demoted to um, the FTSE 250. There's a number of, uh, of reasons for this. Um, it tried to sell off some assets uh, which it uh, couldn't do due to COVID-19 obviously there's um, I believe it's COVID-19 but anyway the sale didn't go through um, the other piece is due to COVID-19 energy demand uh, energy demand has uh, dropped uh, um, significantly and there's been a, a large um, you know, um, decrease in, the, in crude oil prices and um, they've had the chief exec uh, step down uh, as well in March after five years leading the group. So all of that combined means that Centrica is now not part of uh, the FTSE 100. What for me is sort of the big story here is um, more so that Centrica in in all its various guises has been part of the FTSE 100 for the last 33 years and to me this um, possibly could um signal a the sort of beginning of the energy transitions where where, where those which with large fossil fuel infrastructures are um are starting to to lose revenue obviously as mentioned there's a lot of mitigating circumstances here and i presume that Centrica will will be back in the 3100 at, at some time when their market cap um increases but it, it does sort of provide for me a, a bigger view of saying well actually this is what the energy transition uh looks like and and if you are um and if you're not sort of diversifying you know fast enough away from from fossil fuels you know like that that's possibly what what could happen um to, to your business so it's a very interesting uh interesting dynamic i think a lot, a lot of it is mitigated by uh by sort of current circumstances but it's an interesting one and particularly it's not just dropping out of the FTSE 100 it's everything combined the massive drop in in share price um etc so it will be interesting to see if centrica comes back in and, and what the future plans are for uh for centrica and and british gas but very much one of uh, of close interest for me, and and a fascinating uh, story. The second one, really, is um, I suppose. Uh could this be classed as a bailout? I don't know if it's a bailout, but basically Ofgem unveils 350 million scheme to support struggling energy suppliers. And so um, Ofgem unveiled today a 350 million scheme to support struggling energy suppliers which do not possess an investment-grade credit rating. Um, and it states, as a result of the uh, coronavirus, many households have devoted on the payment of energy bills which has heaped pressure on electricity and gas suppliers. So City AM covers this story. And um, uh, I think it's interesting. It basically states that those firms eligible for the programme will be able to defer payments to the operators um, of the UK electricity, gas and networks until March 2021. Um, And and, and such costs usually make up 20% of a consumer's bill. The interesting part, the interesting side note is any deferred payment will accrue interest at the default industry rate, which currently stands at 8%. So it's not an an interest free loan, it's it's very much a sort of um, deferment. Uh, and and one other side note is one of the conditions of the support is that suppliers must certify that they will not pay executive bonuses or dividends until the money is repaid so i think that's a very good sort of clause there um it's it's a very interesting one to um to put in there and it's uh, very interesting to see that that offgem has responded to the current uh 19 situation and um it does demonstrate that COVID 19 is having a major impact on um, the energy sector. My worry, actually, is is more looking ahead f- for me. Um, COVID nineteen is very much at, at at the beginning, and and the impact will feel. Um, well, sorry, COVID nineteen. Hopefully, w- w- we'll get over um, the worst of this from a societal point point of view, but from a economic point of view, I, I think all the Bad news is, is still to come, and, and so my worry is that that's, that we'll see more defaults for energy supplies, and that we see some real problem and, and consolidation of supplies later on in the year. So, so, so that's sort of my worry with this story. Again, um, that's why this story um, gathered my um, my interest. And again, to to highlight the main condition uh, that has been stipulated is that um, suppliers must certify that. They will not pay executive bonuses or dividends until the money is repaid. So that's an interesting sort of clause, um, clause there. And, and I think very much a, a welcome clause. And for me, it will be very interesting to see what the future holds, uh, for the energy sector in uh, relation to COVID 19. And the third one is, um, a story that might sort of grab my attention, um, is yeah, close to my heart. I'm a, Adopted Bristolian, I suppose uh, you could say, and uh, <clears throat> I'm also actually a customer of, uh, of Bristol uh, Bristol Energy. But um, unfortunately, Bristol City Council has agreed to sell uh, Bristol Energy. Um, it states uh, this comes from the BBC, and it states that um, a council-owned energy company, which has posted losses of more than 30 million, is to be sold. Um, yeah, I feel a little bit um, sad. Um, uh, about this, because I do think there is value in in local energy companies and and the sort of infrastructure they can provide. If I think in terms of social obligations, like the energy company obligation, warm homes discount, and and then some of the things that that they could do with that money, and, and the the idea that you have um, a local company that benefits local residents. Um, the article goes on to state that the sale comes after uh, a recommendation from accountancy firm ernst and young which was commissioned to write a report about the energy company's finances um obviously a, a, a lot of um, a lot of challenges and um, the bristol mayor mr Reese, said the authority uh, faced three choices for the company to collapse it to try and make it work or to to get to a position where the level of risk is reduced to collapse it wouldn't have been an acceptable decision he said um he states hindsight is uh, fantastic but we've got a lot of people now criticizing the energy company when it is launched they were its biggest champions uh, i'm disappointed it didn't work of course i am um interesting interesting note that i think he's got a very good point um it, it's got a lot of um um um, praise when, when they started it, um, and, and as he says, hindsight is is a wonderful thing. I do think this needs to be applauded from a number of viewpoints. One, um, often we um, uh, public sector gets accused of not being innovative enough, and, and I think this is um, yeah, and innovation, and I think it was uh, a worthy risk to take. Um it's gonna be interesting to see how much they're gonna sell it for and how that works with the total losses of thirty million. But I still think uh it, it shows an entrepreneurial council and, and, and I I really um think it, it should be applauded. Um Mr. Reese says he's disappointed uh and, and I am disappointed as a as both a customer of, of Bristol Energy and, and of the model. And obviously the interesting note here is that this comes on the back of uh another council-owned um uh, company in Brist in um, Nottingham, uh, uh, in Robin Hood Energy, having uh, a similar news. So, um, yes, sad times for uh, for local authority um, led um, energy companies. But um, I still think it should be applauded, and, and I still think there is something in the in the local council model. Um, but possibly setting an energy company up from scratch might be uh, a step to f- too far. Um, I think all eyes will be on the, um, the local London company. I can't remember what the name of it is, but I think it's in partnership with Octopus. So, so all eyes will be on that. And it will be very interesting to see um, what comes out of the sale of Bristol energy. And finally, um, I wanted to um, end on... Um, uh, a good news story, um, which basically states that records are falling like dominoes. So Europe is delivering a uh, record renewable um, generation. So this story, which I can't seem to sort of access the uh, the link to, but this this story is is interesting. Basically comes from eddie.net, although I can't access it now, but it states that um, the um, um, records are falling um, like dominoes and Europe is delivering uh, record renewables generation. And I think the interesting uh, piece about this is that data shows that across Europe, 55% of energy supply has come from renewables. Um, Germany hit 58% uh, and the UK hit 48% per over the month of May, while Spain hit a record-breaking 74%. Now, obviously a lot of this has to do and, and has to be put in the context of COVID-19 and, and the lockdown measures and the uh, reduced uh, demand on, on sort of wider energy consumption but um the other part for me is it's exciting to um to really realize that renewables have come on and that they are very much a viable part of the grid and uh, that we've hit these numbers uh, even before the peak of summer if you think about um, you know, solar etc so uh, records are falling it will be interesting to see what um what the next few months hold and, and seeing if we uh, in the uk can climb over a 48 percent uh um, um supply that came from renewables and uh, it'll be interesting to see what spain will do with its current record of 74 percent what, what it will do over over the summer months so that's um sort of the roundup if you if you like there's no uh, no other stories there at the moment that sort of grab my interest um i hope that was useful but please uh, do get in touch if you um have any uh any other thoughts or if there's any major story that i've missed and do let me know what you think do get in touch either via twitter or linkedin thank you